the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Hello, friends. It's so great to be with you today. You know, this last couple of weeks has been pretty amazing. So much can happen in one day. It's amazing because, you know, I'm a maximizer. Maybe you are too. You try to get the most in every minute. Um, that's kind of me. And there was this one day that there was so much going on that I couldn't even believe how many things. And have you ever noticed how there can be negative things going on right alongside positive things? You know, like you're dealing with these things over here that is like kind of not in the real good world. It's the negative world. But you've got to fight those battles and be a warrior and, you know, believe and speak, you know, victor- victory. And I'm victorious in Jesus' name. But then there's this other side that that is like, oh, that's that's on that that big list, you know, the the big um, audacious list where you're thinking, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to put it on that list anyway. It's going to be there, and little by little, you know, where you put your thoughts. And I was praying um, this day because I was trying to put together. I'm I'm right now um, getting prepared to go to Texas. In Texas, there is this. Um, event that's happening. It's called, um, I can't remember the name of it, something big ticket item. That's not the name, but it's it's something like that. And anyway, I'm going there and it's to help me pr- to prepare my message uh, to deliver. And it's going to be videotaped and so on. So let me just ask you, each listener listening right now, I just want to ask you a question. If you had the ability or the opportunity to speak to as many people as you possibly could, you would want to have the most important message you could ever deliver. What would that message be? What would you want to spend 10 minutes to videotape, promote, get on stage or talk on the radio or just speak in to people's lives? What would your message be? And that is exactly the thought process that I've been on for about, oh gosh, a month now. Uh, it's, it's incredible because I'm going to have this opportunity and I have this visual and I've had it for many, many, many years that I'm going to be on stage. I'm going to be on video on TV and I'm going to be speaking this message. And I think the Lord lets us, he allows us to go through trials and tribulations because he's trying to, and he's helping us understand what we're made of because he made us. And also understand just how powerful or how strong we can be. Now, my strength comes from him. But I have to be diligent and I have to be obedient in order to get that strength. You know, it's like I have to remember who I am and who I am in him. And so I, I have realized, and this is, this is the message today, is our words. How strong or how powerful our words are for us. You know, there's one, there's one that's just so easy. Oh, I'm starving. You know, I'm so starving. 
And I correct people all the time, including myself, saying I'm not starving. There are starving people in this world, but I'm not one of those. So I'm going to stop saying I'm starving. I can say I'm hungry. That's, that's a true statement. Now, we can be really literal here, but that is just such an easy observation on a much grander scale. Because I was having this meeting with this young lady, and this young lady has a low self-esteem, uh, low confidence level, and I've known her for quite a while. And I asked her some questions about, uh, you know, just where she wants to be in life and how she's feeling about her life up to this point. And she got teary-eyed, and she feels like her, her life is just passing her by. And I said, well, why do you think that is? And she says, well, I'm shy. I said, what is the definition of shy to you? Okay, because there's a word. We are, we are telling ourselves that we are shy. We are telling ourselves, this could be you, uh, that I'm not able or that I'm not good enough, or um, I will never amount to that, or I'll never be able to get that, or I'll, uh, you know, just all these messages that we tell ourselves. And I find that I have these messages that go through my head, where I, I doubt myself, or I'm second guessing, and, you know, I'm not putting my faith in the Lord, because he created me, and he created me for a big, a big purpose. And I know that I will fulfill that as long as I stay true and stay right, according to him. And that means I have to get out of my own head and out of my own way in order to receive all that he created me to be and what I'm supposed to significantly, hopefully, impact others. Because I believe that he's put me in a position of doing that. So if I'm going to do that, I have to watch my words. Because my words can cause me to be less than. My words can talk me into not getting or reaching that mark. Does that make sense? It so does to me. There was a book I read a long time ago, and I was so, I just really took, took to heart the words because it, it opened up a whole new world for me because I had to check at the door. I had to watch what, I, what came out of my mouth, not even what it even reached my mouth, but reached my brain. The thought processes that were going on in my mind, and I had people in my life, and maybe you do too, that were speaking words that were less than. They were telling me that I'm not, I'm never going to, uh, I'm not good enough. Um, you know, just all of those messages that people can speak into your life and listen. We can listen and believe it, or we can say, I rebuke that in Jesus' name. That is not truth according to the Lord's word. And I'm going to believe what he says about me. I'm not going to believe what you say about me. Now, that's a healthy boundary, and it's a strong statement. But if it's true, it's true, right? Now, there's going to be people in your life that if you do uh, choose to take this path because you want to, you know, uh, reach that purpose that God created you for and you want to reach it and the desire is there, the pain has to be worth the gain, correct? You've seen, you've heard that before. The pain has to be worth the gain. And part of the pain is changing your brain, changing your thinking, changing your belief system. As you thinketh, so are you. So what are you thinking about yourself? Are, I, I meet so many people that have a low self-esteem that they just, they don't think highly of themselves. And I see them through the Lord's eyes. I pray for that every day. I want to see people through God's eyes. And when I see the person that God sees, I know that it's much bigger than they see when they look in the mirror. And I'm thinking, what could I say to that person? What could I do that could help them see themselves the way God sees them? So this one individual who thinks that they're shy and that they can't speak out and they can't speak up and they can't, um, 
you know, apply themselves. They don't, it, it's like they don't have the power because they've taken the power because they're shy to step out in faith and to have a strong um, courage. Um, I just wrote on Facebook the other day that, you know, you don't have to be perfect. You just need to be courageous. And it's true. You know, you know that old saying, I, I, I heard it all the time growing up, practice makes perfect. You know what? There's another one like I'm starving is that practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes better. Whether I'm dancing and I'm learning how to dance and I'm trying to get a, a move into motor memory or I'm learning how to deal with my horse. I'm learning how to gain respect and have the horse respect me. I'm learning that it's motor memory. It's not something that I genuinely already know. It's something I have to be taught and then I have to repeat it over and over again until it becomes second nature for me. It's the same thing that you do with your mind. It's the same thing you do with your thought processes is that you have to change your mind. So pray to hold those words captive that don't, that don't speak truth over your life anymore. Have them just like kind of get, you know, you, you get this little, little, um, I don't know. Ah, that's not right. That's not true. And then you change that. You change that word right there, right now from shy to another word. What would be another word you could use instead of I'm shy or I'm timid? You could even speak truth and say, I'm afraid. I'm afraid, you know, um, that's a big one for a lot of people. There's so many times where I've been, man, can I handle that? Just like this horse. I had a huge horse accident, wasn't expected to walk, wheelchair, had to learn how to walk again. Another story for another day. But now I'm, I'm, I'm working with a horse again. And it's been 11 years, 12 years, wow, 12 years uh, in June. And here I am, and I'm, I'm getting back up and getting back on. Now, most people think I'm absolutely crazy. Yeah, maybe I am. I'm choosing my horse wisely, and I'm taking it very slowly, and I'm realizing that I have a lot to learn. Have you ever realized that the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know? Isn't that something? The more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. Here I used to saddle up 20 horses every morning and ran a stables when I was young and invincible. Ha ha. And uh, then I barrel raced. So it's not like I don't know how to ride a horse and how to manage a horse. But then I had this big accident where this horse bucked me, bucked me, bucked me until he bucked me off and shattered my leg in a million pieces. And then I had to go through this process of healing. And not only physically healing, but emotionally healing, spiritual healing, everything healing. And during that time, the positive was I got to write a book on learning to breathe. It's a journey with my son and asthma and uh, it's a lot, so much more than that, and it's available on SufriesSpeltLikeFriesOneWord.com. It's a website that you can go there, and what I'm talking about right now is there's three pages that are for free, and I highly recommend you go to my website and download these I Ams. Now, if you've ever heard of I Ams, capital I, and then A-M, like I am, um, it's the words that God chooses to say over you. Like you're, you, you can say, I am a ba- ambassador to Christ. I am forgiven. I am victorious in Jesus' name. I am ba 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 ba. And these I ams are going to be different than maybe things that you're saying about yourself or that others are saying about you. You know, if you say I am victorious and they're saying you're a loser, they don't match, do they? Okay, I'm going to listen to what God says. 
I'm not going to listen to what that person says because they have their own issues and they have to deal with their issues. But our focus needs to be on what our issues are. And we need to focus on us because we want to be the best us we can be. And the only way we can do that is if we stay focused on the best we can be. And talking bad about someone else or talking bad about yourself does not help anybody. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say it. Has your mother ever told you that? My mother told me that all the time. Does that only go for other people or is that for you too? If you don't have something nice to say about yourself, then just don't say it. And if a thought comes through your mind that is negative and contrary to what God says, and you're going to have to know what God says in order to know if it's contrary or not. But I can tell you, he thinks you're wonderfully and beautifully made. You were made in his image. He looks down at you and he just looks at your face. He says, oh, you're just such a piece of art. You're so amazing. You're so beautiful. Yes, you. Now, sometimes we don't believe that, do we? We look in the mirror and we see something completely different than that. So in your mind and with your words, like I told this person, I said, why don't we just imagine for a minute that there's no restrictions, there's nothing going to hold you back from this. But why don't we just go into dreamland for a minute, get a notepad out and a pen, and write down what it is in your mind is the perfect life for you. Just take the time. It's, it's kind of a fun exercise. It doesn't have to be tedious. And it doesn't all have to be in one session. It can be real quick and you just jot it all down and then you can go back and fix it and erase it and rewrite, whatever. It's a fun project You might not feel like it at the time, but once you get going on it, it's pretty incredible. It's kind of like this thing that I'm doing with my message. Like, what is, Lord, what is my message? What's the most important delivery? What's important, impactful, significant thing that I could say that could change lives from this day forward? Now, obviously, I would pray for them to have ears to hear. Because if you don't have ears to hear and the heart to want to make changes, then it's going on deaf ears. And that will happen. In any given day, you know, you can be tuned out to something that could be the most important thing you could hear. That one golden nugget that could change your trajectory of your life for the rest of your life. One thing. When I go into anything where I feel like someone's going to speak to me or I'm going to listen to a podcast, Lord, just let me hear that one thing. (laughs) I want to hear that one thing. There might be a lot of noise and a lot of things said. I want to hear the one thing that's going to change me, change my life to be better for you. So go back to that piece of paper and that pencil with an eraser and write down the life you want to have no restrictions i kind of say um like i dream a genie you know where you put your hand in your hand and you blink it's i dream a genie maybe you're too young for that i don't know but think about your life the best life you could have it what does it look like is it vacation you know what do you look like what do you weigh what kind of clothes do you wear Are you married? Are you single? Do you have children? Do you have grandkids? You know, what does your life look like? And take some time to just visualize and to, I don't know, just feel it with your emotions. Get into that person. Because as you believe, so will you be. You've just got to start believing it. It's like that dream. You know, there's companies that talk about, watch your dream, have a dream, and fight for that dream. And the more passionate you are about that dream, the more passionate you're going to be to fight for it. And whenever there's opposition, you just remember that passion and it gets you through the opposition. You can go through a fire if you have to. Why? Because you're passionate about what you're believing, what you're thinking. 
Don't let anything hold you back from what God created you to do. That purpose that's in there, it might be snuffed out or it might be just dim little light. It's so dim and it's getting dimmer by the day. You can change that. You can change that right here, right now. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, you could change it right now. And it starts with identifying the situation, just like an addict. You know, if somebody has an addiction, what is the first thing they have to do? They have to admit that they have a problem, right? They have to admit that they have a problem because nobody else can change you. You have to want to change because it's difficult to change, but it's not difficult with the Lord. Doesn't mean it's not going to be hard, but he's there for you. And he will walk you through and give you the strength and the courage. You know, there's so many times in my mind where I'm fighting something. I'm like, oh, this Lord, this is just so way bigger than me. This is just so way bigger than me. I need you right now. I don't know what to do next. It's often too. Believe it or not, it's often. And then it's amazing what happens. It's because I hand it over to him because I know it's too big for me. I hand it over. And then I just have to be anxious for nothing, but just be in prayer. And then he somehow, something happens, things open up and things change, or there's a person that comes in my life that has the answer. Something happens. And it's amazing how that happens. And when I was thinking about the words and thinking about my message, I had a visual that came to me. You know how magnet, do you remember back when you have this like horseshoe magnet? It's a really strong magnet force. You know, it's really incredible. And then you have all these pieces outside there. And I'm like, I'm not, watch- I'm not sure which one to pick. I'm not, you know, there's all these different choices I could make out there. And I'm not, I'm not sure which ones are the right ones for me to choose. Have you ever been in that situation where you have a lot of options and you're not sure which way to go? Well, this visual was that magnet. I laid it down. And all of a sudden... The most important things started to draw near to the magnet. There was this force, this energy force that said, that one, that one. And I thought, oh, wow, okay, that's a visual for me to say that, you know, I'm putting it out there. I'm saying, this is what I need. And this is for you right now, okay? You want your life to change. You want to have a better self-image. You want to see yourself differently. You want to be different. What do you do? You have to put something down and you have to look at all the things that you could possibly do, be whatever. And then when you realize and identify the situation, things will come closer. There'll be people that come in your lives. There's going to be things that go away. And it's amazing how that can happen. But if you visualize that and you say, Lord, search me and know me. If there's any evil way, pluck it out. That's my favorite. Psalm 139. Search me and know me, O oh God. If there's any evil way, pluck it out. Get it away from me because I don't want to be evil. I don't want to be bad. I don't want to have wrong thinking. I want to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. Please print those I am's. Print them. Read them. There's three pages. They're print out. They're beautiful. They're wonderful. You can plasticize them. Do whatever. Keep them in your pocket. Wear them out. And just read them out loud to yourself every day. I will tell you that you will be transformed because your belief system will start hearing the, the real truth about you and why you were created and what's your purpose. It's going to all become very clear. 
And whenever we say, I am shy, I am this, that's negative or something that you don't want to be anymore, then stop yourself from saying it and come up with a different word. It's just like, I'm starving. No, I'm not. I'm hungry. It's a little different. Practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes better. How many listening right now want to be better? You're listening to the Sue Free Show. Sue Freeze, spelled like fries, one word, dot com. Go to my website. Check it out. Push on the button for I am's. Read those every day. Renew your mind. Be transformed. Live, live the life that God created you to live. Have an impact. Be significant every day. And you will find that you wake up in the morning having a new reason for getting up in the morning. It's not just to get up and have breakfast and whatever else you do in the morning. And then you go through your day and hum, ho, ha. You have a reason for being. And the reason is important. How many lives can you bless today? How many lives can you touch today? Be a blessing each and every day. And look for opportunities. See what's out there. The world is your oyster. You know, it's like my mom used to say that all the time. The world is your oyster. I didn't even know what it meant back then. And then it became overwhelming. I remember 17 years old going, oh, my gosh, I'm graduating high school, 17 years old. I'm like, I had to think about what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. That was huge. And then I realized, no, I don't. The average person changes their careers three times in their lifetime. I think it's probably more than that now. That was an old study and old facts. I'm sure it's changed now. There's a lot of changing going on. And, you know, it's okay. But here's the real deal. Find out what God created you for. Find out what your purpose is and go after that. Don't let anything get in your way of that. I am am believing for you right now. I am believing that your life is going to change because you heard this message and you could hear that it's not that difficult because it's not. It's one word at a time. Just change one word at a time. I used to build my vocabulary by picking one big word. To me, it was a big word, word I didn't know. I would pick one word and I'd put it up on the refrigerator for a week so that I would get that word. And then the next week, I'd have another word. And I would just build my vocabulary by having one new word per week. Now, I know there's people that do that probably every day, maybe every hour. I don't know. But one a week was fine for me. But what is your choices that you're doing? You know, little things that we do every day can make a big change. You know, if it's, if it's food making a a change in what we eat, what we drink, when we eat, when we don't eat. Those things can be so simple of a change or a habit, but they can be life-changing long-term. And it's not what you do once in a while. It's what you do daily that is life-changing. So let's watch our words. Let's be aware of what we're saying. And if something isn't jiving, if it's really not true, or if you don't want it to be true, How about let's change it? And I'm believing right now that that's going to happen, that you guys are going to change because you are believing that this life you have could be better. Who doesn't think that their life could be better? I don't care how good your life is. I think anyone out there would say, could it be better? And they would answer, well, sure, it could be better. Do you want your life to be better? Do you want to be better as a person? My answer would always be yes. Tell me, you know, I have people telling me stuff and I could get offended or I could say thank you. I say thank you because I think it's important. So be a blessing. We will be back with more of the Sue Free Show right after this brief break. Have you noticed more insects or rodents in your yard or maybe in your home? Warmer weather means it's mating season. 
cutie. What's your sign? Hi, this is Sue Freeze of Ecola Termite Pest Control, but you can call me the Termite Lady. And I'm Tyson Freeze, manager at Ecola. When pests start mating, they start looking for food supplies. Your pantry, your garage, and a quick infestation can cost hundreds in tainted food. You don't want pests in your house. We know how to find and eliminate them before they can settle in. Call us for our free pestimate at 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Pests hate that we make our service so affordable. Don't let insects and rodents move in. Call E. Cola now, 877-332-BUGS. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. E. Cola, 877-332-BUGS termitelady.com What would you do if your two-year-old child simply stopped breathing? The day businesswoman and author Sue Freeze discovered her son had developed life-threatening asthma, her life changed forever, sending her on a path of learning, discovery, and environmental activism. Sue's book, Learning to Breathe, chronicles her amazing life-and-death battle for her son Tyson's life, a how-to manual for parents of children with asthma. Revealing the secret causes, surprising cures, and the untold truth about harmful indoor allergens. Written with the passion of a loving mother, wisdom of a successful businesswoman, and deep spiritual devotion, learning to breathe is a hero's journey for the parent in all of us. If your child suffers from asthma, this must-read book could save your child's life. Learning to Breathe by author Sue Freeze, available on Amazon, or log on to SueFreeze.com. That's SueFreeze.com. SueFreeze.com. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, Ecola Termite Pest Control, for sponsoring this show. This is The Sue Freeze Show, and I'm so grateful to be with you today. You know, um, part one of this show is talking about our words and how important our words are. And I'm going to continue on down that road uh, because I think it is probably the most important message I could give for today. Um, You know, Sue Freeze's life has been pretty amazing, interesting, difficult at times. But um, I'm not the same person I was last year. I'm not the same person. And I don't think you are either. Okay. Um, What has changed? What are we doing different? And is our life better now? Or is it worse? And we could point fingers at someone else. But my focus is when I look in the mirror, take a look at the person in the mirror. And the person in the mirror is somebody that you can do something about. We can't change another human being, can we? We can only change us. So let's work on making us the best us we can be. How about that? Is that a good one? I think it is. The Sue Free Show is, um, you know, brought to you by Ecola, and Ecola is uh, hiring. And I just want to mention this right now that we have seven offices. We cover from San Diego to San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, and we are needing high quality, high, wonderful attitude, tooted, said a word, attitude in people. I want people that I can train skills, but I cannot train their attitude. So I want attitude to be great. You know, you wake up in the morning thankful you're alive and thankful for, for what we have. Um, we, we have a lot to be thankful for. No matter what you're going through, you still have things to be thankful for. Because there's already, there's always somebody that has it worse than you. Do you realize that? There was one day I came in here and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having the worst day ever. You ever had one of those? And then I came in and I heard about a person 
that was going through, I'm not even going to go into details, uh, like 10 times worse than me. And I'm thinking I'm having a bad day. And I got checked at the door saying, my, my day's nothing. That, that was nothing compared to this person. And I'm praying over that person saying, I'm really sorry you're going through what you're going through. You know, uh, There's a lot of people out there that are going through a lot. And a lot of times we don't even realize it. So you could pray and ask the Lord to just reveal to you. Um, you know, kind of the heart of the people that you're around to see if there's something you could do to maybe spiritually or just, you know, emotionally be a support to them. It would be a wonderful thing. Sue Free is spelled like fries, one more.com. Go there, check it out. You can um, um, connect with me there. And if you know somebody that would like to um, have a new career, they can get in touch. I, I would uh, reach out to a cola or, um, you know, connect here. And, um, if you know anybody that would like to hear this show, please share it, okay? It's on Facebook. It's on um, on the radio. Lots of different stations. It's on KKLA, LA, Orange County. It's on uh, KPRZ in San Diego. It's on The Word, 98.3 FM in Ventura and Oxnard. Um, I have other stations that are putting this on. You know, I'm a competitive dancer on the side. It's it's not um, it's not a money making thing. It's a passion thing, and it's my exercise. I don't go to the gym, and I have to say that country is such a wonderful thing. The the music has changed so much in the country world. It's pretty amazing, and uh, doing the country two step and doing line dancing is a lot of fun. I recommend it to everybody, and it helps with your brain power. Um, they've they've found that it helps with um, when you're getting older, having your brain um, stay focused and. Um, you have you, you keep all your wits longer if you if you dance. So I recommend it. So if you're not dancing, get out there and have some fun. So uh, a lot of times I read out of Jesus Calling Enjoying Peace in His Presence. It's Sarah Young, and this book is so amazing. It's day by day. It's it's one day at a time. And I'm going to read for today. I want you to hear this because it's pretty amazing. Um, every day it seems to go with the message that the Lord's given to me, and I I haven't even read this yet. I don't even know what it says, but I can tell you it's amazing already. So here you go. You ready? Let me help you. This is the Lord talking to you. Okay, so just picture the Lord talking to you. Let me help you through this day. The challenges you face are far too great for you to handle alone. You are keenly aware of your helplessness in the scheme of events you face. This awareness opens up a choice to doggedly go it alone or to walk with me in humble steps of dependence. Actually, this choice is continually before you, but difficulties highlight the decision-making process. So consider it all joy whenever you are enveloped in various trials. There are gifts from me reminding you to rely on me alone. I can tell you he's much better at anything and everything than we could ever be. You know, Jesus take the wheel is a really big thing. Uh, sometimes we think we can do better, and then we end up giving it back to him anyway. At least I do. So here's a couple of scriptures to go along with this. Because you are my help, I sing in the shadow of your wings. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. Psalm 63, 7 and 8. Consider it wholly joyful, my brethren, when, whenever you are enveloped in or encounter trials of any sort or fall into various temptations. Be assured and understand that the trial and proving of your faith bring out endurance and steadfastness and patience. James 1, 2 and 3. That is really big. Think about that. There's a lot of words there. Proving of your faith. And it brings out endurance and steadfastness and patience. You do have to have endurance because some things take a long time. And you have to have patience. Patience is a virtue. And you have to have patience. 
Because sometimes for me, that is like the hardest one for me. You know, it used to be be anxious for nothing. I had to tell myself all the time because I was always anxious. I'm not as anxious anymore. I don't know if it's age or just going through as many things that I've gone through and realizing that no matter what comes my way, I'm going to get through it with the Lord's help, of course. But, you know, when I was younger and newly married or newly parenting, you know, young babies and everything, I, I just was anxious because I was not um, confident. I wasn't confident in my my abilities or am I doing the right thing or what's the most important thing here? Lord, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. I can remember saying that probably a million times to the Lord. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And I didn't always get a voice. I didn't always get him telling me what to do, at least not this is what you do. It, was, it wasn't like that at all. But um, he did send people in my life that would speak into my life. And there were people that I wasn't sure if they were speaking truth or um, the uh, the other side. And so I had to confirm it with the word to make sure that what was being spoken was of the Lord and that it was truth. Because truth is the biggest thing for me. I can say that um, in, in evaluating the relationships that I've been through, and this may be helpful for some of you, is that when you really dial it in, if you really dig deep, is that what I've realized for me, Sue Freeze, is that if I don't trust a person, I can't really be fully intimate. I can't be fully uh, in that relationship. It's like I'm always guarded. So if if there's a person in your life that you've caught in a lie or you're concerned or you're there's something inside your spirit that's just saying something's just not right here. I'm not saying act on that. I'm just saying be cautious. Be cautious and test the water, right? Just test it. Um, my, my new saying at work is check and verify. Check and verify. Because we can assume all day long. But I don't want to assume. I want facts. I want figures. And then if I give a task, I want to check and verify. I want to make sure that the task is understood, that it's going to be accomplished, and that I'm verifying afterwards that exactly what it is I was wanting I'm getting. Before we get further down the road, we've wasted all this time, and what they understood and what they were doing was not exactly what I was asking. Have you ever had that happen? As a parent? As a boss? Somebody in ministry? I used to manage 10 different usher teams at church. This was a long time ago before I owned my company. And I, I, um, I, it's difficult to do that, and it, it really teaches you something different because you can't, you can't threaten them to fire them because they're not making any money, and they're there because they want to be. They're volunteers. And so you have to check yourself as to how you can motivate these people to want to do what you're needing them to do and to accept the direction in which you're giving them, especially when you're maybe a woman or younger or whatever. So I learned early on, and maybe this will be helpful for you too, is I think the why always matters. I think that when you're parenting, that it's important to teach your children the why. When you're bossing, (laughs) when you're the boss or you're the coach or you're the trainer, it's very important that whoever you're coaching, training, teaching understands the why behind what you're teaching them because the goal is for them to be empowered to make these decisions without you. And if they don't understand the why, they're never going to be able to do that. They're just going to be robotic. And we don't want robots, do we? We don't want robotic kids. You know, you want them to be able to think on their own because you're not always going to be there to say yes or no or whatever. They have to think on their own. 
employees. You want them to be empowered so that they can make these decisions so they don't have to call you every time they have to make a decision. You don't want them to have to call you to make that decision. And it empowers them and makes them feel better, like they're valued to where they're respected, that they can make those decisions. In ministry, if you give the why, like I was the usher, usher person overseeing the usher team, and I would give them the why, like this is our job. This is why we do what we do. And this is what we're trying to create. We want people to feel welcome. We want them to know where the bathroom is. We want them to be seated and, and make it easier for people to sit down. So, you know, try to get them to the center so that you can get fill in easier, not walking over and trampling people, but just, you know, being able to get in easy. Now, everybody likes a special seat and so on. And I understand that. But let's do what we can in a nice, kind way to explain our thinking so that we can get what we're wanting to get. And I think that when we do that, like, I don't want you crossing the street without me. Why? Because I want you to live. I want, I want you safe. I don't want you to get hit by a car or something else. So it's very important that you have an adult, that you grab a hand, that you look both ways. It's very important you do that because why? Because I love you. Because why? I don't want you to get hurt. It's, it's so simple. But a lot of the times I think as parents, as bosses, we say, I, this is what I want you to do. I want it done by this time. Blah, 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 blah. I want you to clean your room. You know, this da, 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 da. Well, why do we have to make our bed? Why do we have to clean our room? Why, why, why? They have so many whys. You know, the Lord says, come to me as children. And I thought about that, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, if all of us ask that many whys. Whew. But he has a reason, too. He created us for a reason. He has a purpose for each one of us. Why? You'll have to ask him. And it'll probably become clear if you ask him. This is the Sue Freeze Show. Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. And I'm really thankful and grateful that I get to be here with you. And this message that I'm giving you, I'm hoping it's helpful. I'm hoping that you can see that, you know, your life matters. I, I talk to people and, and I just feel like there is this tone, there's this climate of, do I really matter? I mean, if I left this world, would anybody even notice? You know, would people be happier if I wasn't here? I just don't feel like I matter. I don't feel like nobody calls me. Nobody texts me. I can be alone for five days and nobody's checking on me. I have these kind of things that people tell me. And I'm saddened by it. But then I asked them, I said, how many texts have you sent? How many calls have you made? You know, because we can we can say, I'm not getting, but then I would say, what are you giving? What are you giving? Because if you call, if you text, I guarantee you there's somebody out there that's feeling even worse than you are. And by you calling or texting them or saying, hey, I was just thinking about you. You know, how's it going? What's new in your life? You might have caught them at the, the worst time and made it the best time. That phone call could have changed their life forever. There's been, I can't even tell you how many times that things like this have happened with me. And like, uh, it just happened this last week. I was, I was just, um, sitting. I don't think I was praying at that moment, but I was just sitting there. And all of a sudden this person's mind, this person's face came into my mind. And I thought, wow, I haven't talked to that person in a while. I think I better check in. And right at that moment that I called, 
That person didn't answer. But within five seconds of me hanging up or leaving a voicemail, I think I left a voicemail. It wasn't, I'm not kidding you. I just pushed end or hang up. My phone rang and it was that person. And that person was wailing, crying, wailing, just, I mean, my heart hurt so bad to hear this person crying on the other end. Marriage was coming to an end. Uh, Not sure where they were going to live. Didn't have a job. Just one of those things is enough to to put you into a world spend. You know, just a, a, a spin. But to have no job. Divorce. No house to live in. Wow. That's a lot. And out of the blue, I mean, just out of the blue, I'm sitting there and this person just came to mind. And it was like a God appointment. Another one is this. I I tell you this because we all have the ability to be um, open to what God has for us. We have to ask him, just say, you know, make, help me to be a blessing. Help me to be a blessing. There was another one where I called um, an attorney and I got the assistant. And within minutes, there was a connection between us. I don't even know what it was. And come to find out, she's like my daughter's age. And she says, you just seem so young. You seem so positive. And I want some of that. And I said, well, come visit. So I didn't know this girl. And she came and visited. She spent the night. Um, we had dinner together. And the next morning I said, hey, do you want to go to church? I did not know she was Jewish. And she goes, well, I think I'm going to go and be with my parents today. And da, 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 da. I said, I would really love it if you'd go to church with me. And we made orange juice because I have an orange tree and we made orange juice together. And I have scriptures throughout my house. And she was taking pictures of my scriptures. And I, and I loved that because that's why they're there is, you know, I want that to speak into people. And um, she was taking pictures of all the little scriptures that I have all over the house. And I thought that was really wonderful. But she's never been uh, really exposed to God's word. Not like that. And um, I said, I would really love it if you'd go to church with me tomorrow. She goes, all I have to wear is this. I said, that's fine. You know, you don't have to get dressed up to go to church. You know, Jesus doesn't care. And so she wore what she had. And I wore what I had. And we went to church and she said, I looked over at her and she's teary eyed in the church. And she's like, I feel like I'm the only one in this room. I feel like this message is for me. And I said, it is for you. And it's for her and him and, <laughs> and for me, you know, it's for all of us, but we hear it different because we're all in a different place, but there's so many similarities, aren't there? We think, you know, the devil wants us to believe that we're all alone, that we're isolated, that we're the only one going through whatever it is we're going through. And how could anybody understand what we're going through? And the truth is there's somebody really close, probably that is going through something similar. Exactly. No, maybe not. Cause we all deal with things differently, but there's somebody going through something similar real close. I know when I was a young mom, I joined this mommy and me, me club. And I love that club because I'm at home trying to take care of these babies, not wondering, I'm I'm wondering if I'm doing it right or not. And I go and I see these other moms and they're wondering the same thing. Am I doing it? How do I potty train? How do I get this, this baby to stop drinking, wanting its binky? You know, uh, you know, how do I get them to go to bed at a certain time? Or there's just so many questions. And this is for my daughter. 
because my daughter is going through this. Um, she's got a one-year-old and a three-year-old, and they're adorable, my favorites. Anyway, she's got another one on the way, um, grandson this time, and I'm so excited about that. Anyway, um, you know, when you're a mom, you're wondering, how am I doing? What could I do better? You know, what what is the right time to potty train? What is the right time to have a spoon in their mouths and all this stuff? And, you know, even earlier than that, breastfeeding. So I was I was wondering all this. I remember this like it was yesterday. And the thing is, is that when I got with this mommy and me class and we were all sitting around talking, I felt like I was doing a pretty good job. But either way, whether I was doing a pretty good job or I was messing up royally, I had some place to go to get advice. I had some place to go to talk about what everybody else is doing, what's working, what's not working. And isn't that true with anything in life? We can sit at home and we can, you know, just kind of beat ourselves up. We have a tendency to do that. Beat ourselves up. Say we're not worthy. We're not lovable. You know, we don't forgive ourselves, which we need to forgive ourselves. The level in which you forgive, you too shall be forgiven. So if you're not forgiving yourself, that's the same level. You know, it's, it's easier to forgive others, isn't it, than to forgive yourself. I know I've been there. But I can tell you what, when you forgive yourself and you let yourself release yourself of all that baggage and bondage and say, okay, I admit I did a mistake, I did the wrong thing, but I'm forgiven in Jesus' name and I move forward and that's broken and all of those balls and chains and all that thing that's holding you down is broken, then you can really live life to its fullest. But you have to forgive yourself. That's your choice, your decision. Nobody else can do it for you. It's your decision. So why wait? Why wait? Same thing if you haven't received the Lord as your personal Savior. Why wait? If not now, when? Why, why wait? You don't have to change anything. You know, people, I, I ask people this all the time. It's like, you know, do you know, do you know where you're going to go when you die? And they'll say, oh, no, I, I, I don't know. I think I just go to sleep. Or some people think they reincarnated. There's a lot of different answers I get. And I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. And it really gets them thinking about where they go when they die. And then it opens up that conversation to be able to talk to them about heaven and hell. Because there is a hell and there is a heaven. The Bible talks about it's very clear. There is a devil. There's angels. And there's Jesus. There's God. And being with this young lady and... And um, at church and having that message to her, she just, she goes, oh man, she goes, I've been to synagogue and they speak a different language and you sit there and, and whatnot. And she goes, I actually understood the music. I understood what was being said. It made sense to me. And it just opened her eyes to the fact that she can be taught these things. And it was a fun time for me, I have to tell you. It was really fun. It's like when you take your kids to Disneyland. You know, you get to see Disneyland through their eyes. You remember how it was when you were little and you were going on the teacups or the whatevers and you're going, wow, this is so amazing. That Dumbo, look at him go up in the air and come down. It's pretty amazing. And then when you're an adult and you see your little ones go through it and you're remembering what it was like to be them, it's pretty amazing. Your life... It's not a dress rehearsal. Your life, you're living it. There's no second chance of, you know, having to relive your life of what you've already lived. But your life's not over. As long as there's breath, there's hope. And no matter what age, because the young lady I was talking to about being shy and her words and all of that, she told me her age and she goes, I feel like I've just missed out so much in my life. 
And what I would say to you out there, if you feel like you've missed out on so much of your life, what are you waiting for? Write down all the things, the bucket list. doesn't matter. Just write it down. There's no harm in writing it down. Just write down on your bucket list all the things that you want to experience, all the things you want to do, and you will get excited. There'll be something that happens inside of you. you go, oh, my gosh, this is exciting. And don't start thinking down, like, how am I going to pay for it? How am I going to get there? Don't think about that. Just write it down. And it's like that magnet, that horseshoe magnet where these things pull to where things start happening, open up, opportunities open up. There's a person that wants to go and doesn't have a partner, doesn't have someone to go with. All these things could happen. But write it down. Know who you are. Know what you want. Print those I ams on Sue Freeze, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. Print those out. Read them daily out loud. Let your brain hear your words speaking these words of truth over your life so you can be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your life will change daily. You will change it. It'd be minor, minor little change can make a huge, huge difference. So I, I'm hoping you hear this. I'm hoping you take action. Don't just listen. Let it fall on deaf ears. Take action. Take action. Make a difference. Be a blessing. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Ah, it's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home. Your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters. Even rats and other varmints. It's time to call E. coli Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. E. coli has one-time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every-other-month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. E. coli keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call E. coli today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy-crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.